What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Fightful Overbooks, coexisting with Rob and Maggie. It is Friday, November 3rd. We are glad you are here, and we are here to give you WWE Crown Jewel pay-per-view predictions, or PLE predictions, if you're a stickler for... <laughs> if you're a stickler for abbreviations. But we are glad you are here, and we want to say thank you, first and foremost. But Maggie, how you doing? doing pretty good uh i of course like every friday i work the day shift and you know we have a concert today like most fridays during you know uh autumn and winter and spring apart from you know summer uh i was really excited that the band were absolutely an hour and a half late for their sound check because this gave me you know the opportunity to actually watch grigor dimitrov's uh tennis match and I like I I I've mentioned on our show like two, two or three times that I'm a huge tennis fan, and one day I'm gonna open my mouth to Joel and Jeremy about this, and I will have a tennis show on our, our wrestling. You know, Maggie, I don't know if you know this, but you're a uh, you're a fightful uh, legend, and uh, I know Jeremy said so. Yeah, and unlike you, or un like unlike me. I have to ask for things. You just tell them what you want to do. It's going to happen. I don't know. I've if never you know done that. that. I know. Well, I'm just like, saying that's. A, you're, you're I've just, never done that. <laughs> just say, listen, Jeremy. This is what we're going to do. You're going to like it, and you're going to love it. Otherwise, just hell with you. That's all you have to do. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I've been really excited about tennis, and I always am when Grigor is doing really well, and he's had an awesome season this year and i i'm just so incredibly proud i don't get to say that often but i'm proud of being bulgarian when grigor is having you know awesome seasons in you know on court uh but i, I it's just like he's been incredibly fluid this year like he's been you know steady on a you know really awesome level previously he's just done incredibly well on certain you know uh on on hard uh, hard surfaces, he's really well. Uh, but like this season, he's been incredibly good all around, and I always enjoy that. Also, I used to play tennis a lot when I was little, uh, but then I got introduced to liquor, and I. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I've been you know alcohol free since you know uh, for a year and a half now, so I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Uh, by the way, this is a wrestling show. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Please, uh, you know, leave a like on the video, share it on X or whatever, or Facebook. We're also live on Twitch, right? We're streaming. Yeah, we are live in the air yeah. everywhere. Everywhere. So send us your super chats at, you know, at the bottom of the live chat. Uh, send us your money because we're poor. Uh, you can also send us Humperchat at humperchats.com. Uh, if you want, you know, any comments read uh, on the air, this is the most direct way to support us and this podcast. We're nearly going on two years of coexisting with yeah. Rob and Maggie. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, they, it's, it's, they said it couldn't, and they said it couldn't be done. Yeah, who is they? That's a different just, question. I just many <laughs> just people, they, I'm sure. Just yeah. they. <laughs> yeah. You know, F day. 
<laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, also subscribe to Fightful Select. There are a lot of contract news coming up. Also, Sean almost every week has the CM Punk update. I don't know why. <laughs> you and, know, and, and other updates on, also on X, like on even if like no matter what, if there's an update, Sean will have it, and people mm -hmm. will get mad. Uh, people either... will get mad because people are people. Yeah, and everything. It's... But yes, we can go into our. Uh, yeah predictions right now but yeah you know the thing is is what sean's doing is he's just sacrifice 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 god i hate you so much i know you do but <laughs> maggie you didn't tell everybody what that is in front of you oh yeah that is <laughs> that is my new baby uh yeah. i got a i got an early christmas present for uh from our friend alex uh yeah he he he, he like if you're, you know, doing this, uh, you know, as a hobby or you're professional, you know that Blue Yeti is the mother and father of all microphones. I absolutely adore this. This is so great. Um, I hope I sound better because my old microphone wasn't it. I mean, it's a really good microphone, but it just didn't, didn't, you know, it wasn't right for podcasting. But this is, and I absolutely love it. And thank you, Alex, so much. Uh, I appreciate it immensely. And I hope that I got all, you know, the stuff right while I was uh, setting it up. Also, I talked to uh, Alexis Cardoza, our other Alex. <laughs> uh, he said that I got it right because I sent a picture, sent him pictures of it. But I hope. I hope I sound good. Please, guys in the chat, tell me tell, tell me if I sound better or not. Because if I don't sound better, I'm going to have a nervous yeah. breakdown. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is um, there's one way to tell. Yeah, United David States. Busters, damn it. And the only reason I hit that is because... Because of Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. You, Hey, if you pay, I'll hit it all the time. But well, that sounded... Wow. If you pay, I, never mind. You know what? <clears throat> there we go yeah okay there we let's go let's leave go. it at that let's yep. leave it at that by the way i will be absolutely mad if at some point we don't have a naivea sponsorship because every time we do the show i have this in my hand because it's like my it's 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 something i play with my hands on the stream because the <laughs> other thing uh i think we're gonna get canceled because I do, if I do it, so let's, you know, let's just talk about wrestling. Yeah, I, we better I said a it. lot of things. Yeah, we, we better. All right. We are going to start with WWE Crown Jewel predictions. It is taking place tomorrow at one o'clock Eastern from Rhea. Uh, yeah, Rita, yeah. Raya, Raya, Rita, Riyadh. whatever. <laughs> Riyadh, Saudi Arabia at the Muhammad Abdu Arena taking place on Peacock. So you can. The cock. Yep, on the cock. Uh, yeah, one o'clock Eastern, November fourth. So and one o'clock. <laughs> one o'clock. There we go. Well, they have a kickoff match, and they actually announced it as a kickoff match. It's Mister Sami Zayn versus JD McDonough. Google me, McDonough. Maggie, who you got, and why you got him? Uh well, hopefully it's Sami Zayn. Uh, <laughs> Because, like, I know that J.D. McDonough or Jordan Devlin, previously known as, um, he's an amazing wrestler, okay? There's no denying that. We all know 
Uh, we've all seen it. He's had, you know, my personal match of the year for 2019 between Jordan Devlin and Tyler Bate. I will never shut up about this match. It's just so fluent. Um, against Sami Zayn, uh, I don't know. Have they have they faced each other? I don't think so, right? Because uh. JD McDonough hasn't had, you know, that many singles matches on the main roster ever since he joined the main roster. You know... Uh, you're you're gonna look yep. it up on cage match right i think okay. they, yeah i think they have but singles matches yeah yeah they uh let's see here so yeah he did raw um september 4th it's like the, a month ago why don't i remember this this is awful my memory well, sucks okay yeah, my yeah, my yeah. memory sucks pretty pretty much yeah the, okay so yeah they've wrestled at least twice that i see here this is so. weird okay uh who's won all the matches uh sammy no sammy's lost both of uh nope they're one and one okay so this is like the rubber match <laughs> yep, the rubber match okay okay um i have sammy zane here mm. yeah this is only the second time he's been in Saudi Arabia, right? Yes, this is only his second yeah. time. Like this with... is the second time he's been there. Um, the people of Saudi Arabia adore Sami. They uh, if, even when he wasn't going to Saudi Arabia, uh, people were chanting for him a lot. Yep. So um, have in mind it's. The kickoff show, probably they're gonna start the show with a you know with a with a good field moment. So probably Sami Zayn. But I suppose there will be some shenanigans. Yeah. There's yeah, there's always shenanigans involved. Um with there's judgment. always shenanigans on this podcast too. So like yeah. that's that's that is not something new yeah. to uh to all of you guys. Who do you got? Uh I got Sami Zayn. They're gonna give that crowd something something good. They 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 like that that cheer, that pop that Sami Zayn got last time with him and KO there. They're going to give Sami another great pop tomorrow. I'm expecting a really good crowd. Sami's going to get that win. JD doesn't need the win. He'll be fine. Give Sami that victory. Absolutely. Let him, let him deliver a uh, haluva kick to JD and uh, the one, two, three. Big ass head. Yeah. He can't miss it anyway. So. Let's yeah. go. Let's play. Going into the main card, which match are you most looking forward to? Oh, good question. Uh, the match that I'm looking forward to the most, I think right now, and this is just because of always the... You know what? I'll say it. John Cena and Solo Sokoa. I'm very anxious for this match. And the reason why is I, I was just on the prediction show with stephanie chase and i'm very curious to see how they book john cena because they've really been booking him as like he needs this victory you know they've been he's been saying this and part of me's like yeah he does need it but also part of me is like come on man he lost to us austin theory and you're gonna have him beat solo sokoa uh, you know <laughs> you feel <laughs> So what I said, what I said, uh, so I don't know if we're going into the prediction now, but I'll, I'll get into that. Might later. as well. Might as okay. well. 
So what I think is going to happen, I do think Cena is going to win here, but what I think is going to happen is I think Jimmy Uso is going to, by accident, help John Cena get the victory. That way they can still protect Solo Sokoa here with him taking the loss. Uh, Jimmy Uso is going to do do something stupid, like maybe accidentally kick, super kick Solo, something like that. It's going to happen. Or maybe Jay Uso does a super kick, you know, he's still pissed off. So he does something. Cena is going to win because of help from the outside, either what, whether it's accident by bloodline or if it's helped by Jay Uso. But I think suit, I think Cena gets the win. I think the crowd wants it. WWE, not always, not always, but they tend to book the faces pretty well in Saudi Arabia, in my opinion. Okay. So, um, a couple of things. Uh, do you think that if John Cena beats Solo Sokoa on this show, then he should actually uh, get an opportunity at Roman Reigns? Because I kind of feel like he should if he beats Solo Sokoa. I would be okay with that, but I think we all know that Cena's leaving after this show. I, I, I'm... I think he's going to be gone for a while again. Yeah, okay. So by that logic, if he is leaving, why give him the win? That's the thing too. I mean, that's a that's a million dollar question. Uh, that's but you can also add that's why you could give him the win. You could add a little more fuel to the fire for the bloodline like Solo being pissed off at getting the loss. You can add Roman Roman being, Reigns being pissed yeah, off that he Jimmy didn't get the and, win. Just add a little bit more to the uh, whole, the whole issues between Jimmy just being Jimmy, you know, causing causing problems toward the bloodline. He's been so out there, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. Uh, he's been incredibly mellow. Uh, so I kind of get what you're saying, but uh, I get you know the disruption, the further disruption into you know into the bloodline. I'm all for that. But if John Cena is going away after that, I, I don't understand him taking the loss. I, I completely understand where you're coming from. That's why, in a way, I it doesn't surprise me whatever happens in this match. It, it really won't surprise me. If, if Cena takes the loss, I get it. Because um, you can still, you can put, that helps Solo too, you know? By all means, mm -hmm. that puts Solo over. Like, hey man, this, this man's beat John Cena. Because we know the Austin Theory beating John Cena did not help him at all. So at all whatsoever maybe maybe solo can but austin theory is no solo sokoa like whatsoever correct. correct uh so i may end up regretting this but i will take solo sokoa here okie dokie um, they were <laughs> they were protecting solo sokoa so much and then cody rhodes beat him and then cody lost to roman reigns in wrestlemania so that Lost for Solo Sokoa meant nothing. Um, but I will pick Solo Sokoa here. I am like so 50 50 on this. I will pick Solo Sokoa just because word has it that John Cena is going away after that. It'll make zero sense to me if they actually do. Is this the first? Because I don't know if you noticed, Rob, but my memory sucks a lot. Has John Cena had previous Saudi Arabia matches? He was at the, I believe he was at the first one, the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, but I don't think he's been back. 
So I think this is his first time back. If this is his first time back, I absolutely get them giving John Cena the win because the crowd will go insane. Because yeah. those sorts of crowds adore, you know, WWE legends or whatever you want to call John Cena. I will oh, he's been I, there. I, he's been there. Okay. So he was there. According to, according to Cage Match, he's only been there for house shows before. I thought he was at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Or no, he was. He beat John, he beat Triple H at the Greatest Royal Rumble. So he was there. He beat Triple H there, but he wrestled there. I do not before. count that as a match. They went fifteen minutes, but he's 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 wrestled there seven times in his career, and six of them have been house shows. So, um. I understand. No, I, st I I'm still gonna pick Solo Sokoa. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. I I, I don't wish to be because I I want them to protect Solo Sokoa a lot. Yeah. A and lot, a lot. The thing is, too, is I think the big part of it is they've made it such a. They've talked about it a lot, like his yeah his losing streak, and he's lost a lot. So I I think you should give it to him. I, I that's. But I'm a Cena guy, so I understand. And and like I've okay. Um I became a, a fan of Cena when he went away because I'm one of those dorks. Uh that's the way you said that. I became a fan when he went away. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I became a fan when he went away. I was one of those doofuses that booed him all the time. But like like our friend wrestling Jeebus, like we were, you know, that stupid, that, that stupid people who, you know, wanted him to go away and then he went away and no. <laughs> uh, but like, which match do you think is going to steal the show? You know, honestly, I could, it would not shock me whatsoever if Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul steal the show. It would not. I could see them having a great match. It's gonna be a really great match, and I hate it because Logan Paul always has great matches, and I r really don't like the guy. <laughs> it's it, it 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 really it really really pisses me off. Uh, uh, so, do you want us to move on? Well, uh, I was gonna say if I mean that's the thing. Like a lot of these matches, and what's been great about WWE is they've been putting on fantastic premium live events. For the most part, in my in my mind, I can see Seth Rollins and Drew just absolutely killing it. Also, mm -hmm. and that's that's the thing. I, I I'm I'm this show looks really good, in my opinion. It really does. So. Uh, I I mentioned this on on our show last week, but. I understand, you know, people not wanting to watch Saudi Arabia matches, and I absolutely get it. But lately, all Saudi Arabia uh, pay-per-views have been killing it, like, a lot. And, uh, of course, the show being there means that I'm able to watch it live, you know, as, as soon as I come home from work, because... Guys, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but like daylight savings already happened for us. So you're you're behind us right now. So it starts even earlier for me and I have to, you know, hurry my ass 
home from work in order to catch it. Uh, but yeah, so Damien Priest versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, I kind of feel like this is 100% going for Cody Rhodes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. But I, I can see them doing so much crap here. <laughs> and when I say crap, I mean uh, Ray Myster uh, Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, because this is a Cody Rhodes match that he's going to win. And it's going to, they're going to do the Damian Priest thing where he gets screwed over again by somebody in the Judgment Day by accident, whether it's somebody handing him the briefcase too late or sliding it or throwing it something's going to happen he's going to get pissed yeah. and mm -hmm. uh it's going to add more uh it's just going to add more grief for him it's going to just add more drama to the judgment day so of course but of course because like you have two big factions in wwe and that's uh judgment day and you have the bloodline and nothing's okay with it with mm -hmm. both of them <laughs> with yeah. either of them so uh, okay, so I, I we're pretty sure that we have Cody Rhodes. We both have Cody Rhodes here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but like, does Damian Priest cash in tonight because both champions are on the show? Yes. Uh, well, I think so. I think what's going to happen is okay. We're going to talk about later. Okay. Uh, gotcha. When we when we get to the match. Uh, so next up, we have the fatal four-way match for the women's uh, world championship. Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley defense against Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, and Zoe Stark. I actually think that this match is going to steal the show. Uh, because, by the way, they have two women's matches in Saudi Arabia this year. Oh, we got another super chat one word when you're ready. I forgot about it. It's fine. Uh, we have two women's matches, and yet AEW have won every <laughs> every dynamite and whatever. Uh, we're not gonna get into this. Uh, I'm I'm proud that they have two women's matches on the card here. Uh, baby steps, okay, just ba baby steps. Um, I don't think that Rhea Ripley is gonna lose her championship. Because I'm pretty confident that they're heading into uh, Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch for WrestleMania next year. Um, they've been putting breadcrumbs all over. Like Becky mentioned Rhea Ripley in her promo this Monday. And I'm, mm -hmm. I cannot wait for this match. It's going to be so great. Um, yeah, Rhea Ripley. But I hope that this is... Uh, uh, that Zoe Stark gets to shine here because I don't think she got um, put over enough when she was with Trish Stratus. I mean, she was on the show constantly because she was with Trish, um, but I don't think the people got what Zoe Stark can do in the ring. She's so good. But yeah, Rhea Ripley yeah. will win, win here. Yeah, Rhea gets the victory here. Um, this match is going to be pretty good too, I think. Uh, Anxious to see what they do. Rhea Ripley uh, will, like I said, get the victory. I'm curious to see what they do with Nia. Uh, Zoe Stark, I hope she gets, I hope they shine a light on her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's it's going to be a solid match. So I, I, I mean, that's really 
all I can say, I'm glad they have a lot. I, I'm glad this is a a big match that means more women on on the Saudi card. So that's a very good thing. So I I, I like that idea, and I I do like that they're doing this match there. So that's a good thing. Yeah. The next uh, match is we. Uh... Yeah, well, super chat. Yeah. Yep. Will Chisholm, thank you very much for the super chat. He says, "Showing love to you too. Y'all are great." By the way, F. Rick Flair. All right. Oh, we are gonna talk about this. No worries, yeah. sweetie. <laughs> okay. The next matchup we have is Rey Mysterio defending his United States Championship versus Logan Paul. I am so sorry, but I think Logan Paul is winning this match. <laughs> You know, the thing is, Logan Paul makes sense, and it makes sense from a business standpoint for many reasons. Logan Paul's going to bring that title with him wherever he goes. He's going to do it on his podcast. He's going to do it when he's promoting his drink, when he goes to his brother's boxing matches, when he's out and about. He's he's going to bring that title with him. It makes perfect sense for him to do it, to go this route. Plus, as I said on the prediction show, one thing is that the media will cover it not like to a huge extent by any means but it will be on like your yahoo variety will put it out there and somebody's going to read that and say wow ray mysterio still wrestling so it, it you're going to be able to kill two birds with one stone here i think it's i think it's a good idea to let him win the title i think somebody is going to be turning on ray mysterio finally um again i think it's santos escobar so I think they're and uh, if because like we all know that LA Knight is not billing, uh, beating Roman Reigns uh, for that championship, uh, n- the next thing they, they can have is uh, LA Knight beating uh, Logan Paul for that championship. I'm pretty certain that this is what they're building, uh, building Correct. towards. That yes. we, you're um, right. And that way they can put a title on LA Knight eventually, and that kind of slows that train down with LA Knight where you don't have to have people clamoring for him for a main title so uh, i honestly yeah thought... i mean i mean even tiffany stratton in the chat is uh yeah hey tiffany <laughs> thank you for joining <laughs> us today we appreciate thank you. you for joining us you're so you're such a sweetheart for being here <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> <laughs> jesus uh yes <laughs> yeah uh so ray Syria and logan paul it's 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 gonna be a pretty awesome match. Again, I'm sorry for saying this, but um, by the way, like people keep saying that that Logan Paul brings more eyes to the product. Does he really? Social media he? wise, he definitely does. I mean, they, they've they've shown the number of social media wise, he definitely does. YouTube numbers have shown it. Uh, okay. So okay. and because they make money off the YouTube numbers, I get it. I okay, I understand. I understand that. Yeah. So yeah, I pretty much think that Logan Paul is going to win here. The next match we have is Yil Sky defending her women's championship against Bianca Belair. So the sad part here is that Yil Sky has been champion ever since SummerSlam, right? That's when he won that championship. She won that championship. Yeah, wasn't it? Didn't she win it at Money in the Bank or no? No, it was I can't remember. No, she won money in the bank. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I thought she cashed it in the same night, but that was live. Never mind. Uh, so that so was live. So that's so because they've done nothing with her ever since she's been champion. I I adore you so much. Uh, her matches 
are so great. And I feel like her on the main roster, uh, yeah, at SummerSlam, thank you. Um, so I don't think that we're ever going to have the NXT EO Sky on the main roster ever. Um, I don't know if that's their trouble with booking uh, NXT women. <laughs> I like, I don't know, but I I miss Io Shirai so much now that she's Io Sky. Uh, that's fine. I, I I feel like Bianca Belair is gonna win this match and win the championship. I do think that they're building towards Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair for WrestleMania. Just so Bianca Belair has beaten, you know, or all, you know, uh, for horsewomen. Yeah. Um, I think you get some win here. I, think, I won't uh, mind that. Just as long as they do something with her, because like the focus of EO's championship reign has been Bailey. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I adore I adore Bailey, but shouldn't this be for the championship? Yeah, I don't know. And and Kyrie saying coming back to WWE, you know, if they bring back, you know. Yeah, I mean sense. it's it's interesting to see what they do here. I I do think EO wins. I'm curious to see what Bailey does because we're we've been waiting for Bailey to turn for a while now. We've been thinking it's been going to happen for a while and eventually it will. So, and I, I do think, uh, maybe Bailey can cause her like by accident. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see. I, I think, do you think, uh, Carrie Sane returns at this show as a surprise? Oh no, no, no. I, I don't, don't think that she returns here. I do. I, I think we see her. But I've been wrong a lot, so as as I usually am when we do these prediction shows. So don't go with what hey, I. Hey, I won't mind. I wouldn't adore it if you're right here. I will not mind this. So, all right. What one do we have next? Next match we have is Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um. They're not putting the championship on Drew as he has not signed a contract yet. Well, the thing is, too, what I what I previously said is, we'll know if he if he leaves Saudi Arabia with that title. We know he's we know he resigned. Um, but the thing is, I have been, you know, uh, a bit tired from you know from Seth's reign. Uh, which is a weird thing for me to say because I'm a Seth Rollins girl. Like, I, I adore the guy. Um, but it has been kind of deflating lately. I don't know how to put it. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like they keep the title on him, but I will not mind if Drew McIntyre wins this championship because... Drew McIntyre, there has been no lies in everything that Drew McIntyre has said. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because like he's being incredibly logical here, and I adore that. Because I hate all, because like when you're a babyface and you suddenly close your eyes for a lot of stuff, 
like yeah. you're friends with all the other baby faces, even though like they screwed you a lot. Like he's the only one who's like, no, I will not, you know, be friends with, uh, you know, Ju. So I don't care. He's a baby face and everyone loves loves the guy. Like he cost me, you know, the mm-hmm. championship. And I adore the fact that he's not the stupid baby face that all the other ones are. Like, I hate that. Uh, Bonus points for thinking for yourself, Drew. Like, I adore that. I will not mind if he takes the championship. Uh, This is the way that we're going to know that he signed, you know, a new contract with with the company. Uh, Either way, I I cannot wait for this match because I love Drew and Seth, both of them, and they're going to put up a slapper here. But... I do think that Seth's retaining. Yep. Uh, okay, so do you think Damian leaves with the title? This may happen. I don't think that Drew cashes in on Roman Reigns whatsoever. Uh, did I say Drew? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean Damian. I don't think that Damian cashes in on Seth Rollins, uh, on, on Roman Reigns. God damn it, what's happening? It's the microphone. Uh, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm just... It's fine. And this is the right size, too. Yeah. I've heard that before. Uh, so. Yeah, never. Uh, so, it's... <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I was obviously kidding. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I can see Damien Cash and Seth Rollins. I can see that. And successfully mm. cashing in. Because that, that's the only way to recover from taking a loss to Cody Rhodes, I feel like. Because like they've been doing this to money in the back money in the bank winners all the time. Like they lose a lot, but then they cash in and everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. So what I think happens is I don't think they're going to have... Okay, so one thing I don't see happening is Drew... If Damian Priest win or does bring the title, leave Saudi Arabia with the title, one thing I do not see happening is Drew McIntyre like winning the title and then losing it right away. I don't see them doing that to that title yet. Yeah. Um, But what I can see is Seth Rollins winning and then Drew just beating the hell out of Seth Rollins after the match. And then he just kind of just says, hey, here you go, Damien. Get your victory, you know? I can see that happening as well. Yeah. So I think I I think I think Seth Rollins wins. I think Damian Priest cashes in. But I will say this if Drew McIntyre leaves. Saudi Arabia with that title, he has re-signed. And so oh, yeah, go. absolutely. There's no way they're going to give him the title without him signing a new contract. Uh, the thing is, with Seth, you know, and his back and, like, all the storytelling that they've been that they've done with his back, Drew can work the back. He can, mm-hmm. you know, scratch and claw his way for, uh, to a victory, Seth, I mean. And then when he's barely, you know, on his feet, Damien can cash in. So what is the percentage that you give that that title's cashed in tomorrow? If you were to get put a percentage point on it. 40%. Because I'm at 100. 40%. 40%. 
Okay, so you're at 40. I'm at 100. So okay. <laughs> that means that, That's, means that, that is yeah. that is fine. That is fine. All right. Absolutely so fine. Uh, so, yeah, I think we talked about all the matches apart from the Roman Reigns match, right? Do you see, you know, yeah. have I, did I miss anything? Okay. I don't think so. So, so probably the main event, Roman Reigns versus LA Knight. LA Knight is so now winning this match. <laughs> I mean, this is the easiest one for me to go the with. The easiest I mean. one. The absolute easiest one uh, on this card. Roman Reigns is going to retain. He's going to bump like hell for, for LA Knight. This is... Um, God, uh, the, the crowd is going to go insane for LA Knight. Uh, he's so over everywhere they go. And it's just just such an easy thing to chant, you know. It's it's such an easy one, and probably Roman Reigns. He's he's winning. Um, L.A. Knight main eventing a premium live event is probably it's it's the audience's fault. Like that is uh, that is the only way that this is happening because like people are so vocal about adoring LA Knight so much that they had no you know no other choice than to give the people what they want. But not really. Yeah. Like they that here's the main event with LA Knight, a championship match. You know the biggest championship match that he's gonna have. He's gonna lose, but then he's gonna have you know the United States Championship. I'm the way I look at it, yeah. Yeah. If they're not, if they didn't give that title to Cody at WrestleMania, they're not gonna give this damn title to LA Knight at. at oh no, the, that is there. There is no way that's yeah. gonna happen. So, no way. And if that even happens, I'm gonna need every one of you to send all your prayers and love to Steven Jensen. Because he's the biggest Cody Rhodes fan and he hates LA Knight so much. And he was so heartbroken after Cody Rhodes didn't get the job done. And if they give that title to LA Knight, oh my God, I'm going to give all my money on, you know, for a super chat for the spotlight. And just, you know, <laughs> here's some love, Steven. We adore you. Like, please don't have a mental breakdown. Yeah, uh, he'll be yeah. he'll be okay. I can, I can tell you that because I I have a better shot at winning the title next week against Seth Rollins or Damian. Prince I know, LA Knight. I know. It's just the way but, it is. You know, just imagine. <laughs> just so. imagine. I really don't want to. So this is this was our uh, crown jewel uh, predictions for tomorrow's show. Yeah. Um, do you want us to talk about something wholesome now? Yeah, let's do it. Give me one second to pull that up for us. Do, do, do. Ready? I thought we weren't going to do that anymore. Or, you know. The, oh, I don't remember. So <laughs> You know, the video with the with the Nessie or like the Loch Ness Monster, you, you, you usually... Oh, you're right. I, I selected the wrong one. My bad. It's my first day, so there we I go. I mean, you didn't have to... 
<laughs> to do them both. Yeah. That is fine. That is fine. It's my right? first day. It's... This week, we're going to, uh, you know, inform you of one of the wholesomest things ever. This was something that uh, our friend Chris Mueller sent to me in a DM. And then Rob sent it to me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, we're doing this. We're going to make this the Cooper effect. Uh, a couple from Alaska uh, just bought a huge-ass bus and just simply decided to make it a dog bus. Uh, this is exactly what uh, what it sounds like. Like, they pick up dogs from their houses, just like school buses. And then they get on the bus, and they even have, you know, the, the seat belts, you know, with the, with, the, with the collars and everything. That is so adorable. They pick up dogs so they can play with each other. You know, they babysit the dogs. They walk them. And then they just, you know, give them back to the to their owners after they finish. The thing is, like, we we don't want to put the video on the screen, but like the moment the dog comes on the bus and all the other dogs get so excited to see the other dogs, they're just like people, just like little children. They're so excited to play with each other. I adore this so much. Like Rob and I talked about this before the show. Best job ever. Okay. Getting to spend the day with dogs and like puppies, and they're just so excited to see each other. That is so great. I want to hug that couple so much because doing amazing things like this to animals, just the best thing, best thing ever. Yeah. I adore this. Rob, what do you think about this? Oh, I, I absolutely love this. Um, like I said, when we were before we started the show and we were talking about this, this is like, this is the dream right here. You know, that's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. able to do that and drive around with dogs, pick them, pick them up and they're excited. Then you see how excited they are to see their friends and wagging their tails. Best thing ever. Nothing better than seeing a dog wag their tail. In my opinion, one of the best things, you know, well, that like, is you know, that, like, that's, that's happiness right there. When you see a dog excited and it's wagging yep. his tail, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Good times. So, yes. yeah, and that's well, that's why we wanted to do the Cooper effect because you know we'll always do the Cooper effect on animals if it's a if it's a great story. I mean, it's the way we are. It's the way we go. It's the way we roll. So, yeah. So let's talk. Let's go let's from one animal to another. To to another, yes. Uh, okay. First of all, uh, AEW's big announcement this week. TK's big announcement this week was. You know about uh, the all-in tickets going on sale, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that is the most, the smallest announcement that you could have announced. Well, you know, okay, so I don't know if you saw the, I think it was Wednesday when they did this in the weeds where Joel broke down the announcements that they do. Okay. That, so he he broke it down like Tony Khan has four different announcements. He he does like has an announcement which is a minor one has a, a major announcement like so and then like exciting announcements stuff like that and he they break it down and <laughs> and and joel like hit it right on the head it wasn't going to be anything major and he hit it right on the head and sure enough the thing that the problem is the internet shockingly ran with it and made it a bigger deal than it was however that being said you can't set expectations. 
the thing I the reason I say that is last week they just kind of mentioned like towards the end of the show, AEW is having a new pay per view at the end of December called At World's End or whatever it is, just like that. That wasn't like, in my opinion, that was an announcement. Yeah. That was the, the, that was announcement worthy. <laughs> they could have just done the same thing with this, and yeah, um, I know that they've been hurting with ratings. Uh, I think they were going against. Were they going against the World Series? I believe they were. So, I mean, they their ratings were already hurting. So, I, in a way, I understand it. But in another way, I'm kind of like, yikes. You know, come on. You should know better, in my opinion. This, I think you yeah, got to be the, better with that. Because it's going ba- to bite you in the end. It's it's just going to, yeah, sorry. The, it's the boy who cried wolf at this point. Like, at some point, he, they're going to have a huge, huge announcement. Oh. And no one's going to be there to to you know to see it uh the, the the thing that that bothered me but and and like this this is my fault because like i expected something um yes th- this was uh it, thank you sweetie this was uh, exactly what I've, uh, i was going to mention because they dropped a huge uh, pro- women's wrestling promoting video with doja cat like i hope Sean's happy uh yeah, he was like, <laughs> Yeah, so they dropped this amazing video, and I'm like, okay, now they're. And I started building this into uh, in my head. I I thought they're gonna make uh, you know rampage an all women's show because that's a step forward. That's for me. This is a step forward because again, you having one you know, women's match on the card is, and it's been four years, okay, it's been four years, you've built a women's division, they're all great, put women on your card, put women on your show, this is ridiculous at this point, like on the other brand, we have two women's matches in Saudi Arabia, and there used to be a time that that there were none, okay, there Mm -hmm. were none, like, I'm, like we all have, we all want evolution number two, okay? Because like that pay per view in WWE was the best pay per view that they ever had uh, for for the year for the year. Um, we've been wanting evolution to so much, and now that Triple H is kind of pulling the strings and not so much uh, Vince McMahon, we're closer to that happening once again. But AEW has not been working, and they dropped that huge women's uh, uh, video, and then it's the announcement is, you know, not has nothing to do with that. Again, this is my own fault <laughs> because I kind of build it up in in my head, so it, I didn't help. That, so, that so didn't help at all. Somebody, somebody that was at the show, and I can't remember their Twitter name. Um, they said they were at the show and said, well, that announcement was like a wet fart. And um, my, my thought was to reply. Well, I go, well, uh, I, I was thinking like, well, I don't know. I, I, I think the wet farts more, more exciting than what that was, but. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But the thing is that the announcement that we had, that we got yesterday was actually probably the thing that they could have announced, you know, on the show and deal with 
everything that followed after the announcement, which is weird because the thing is, if they announced Ric Flair signing with AEW, which is our next topic, if they announced it on their show, they knew that people were going to tune out. To an extent, yeah. I mean, maybe that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think I do. I think they've lost a few viewers now. Yes, I do think they'll lose some viewers. Absolutely, not many. I think some people are going to be like, I don't like it, but I'm still going to watch. But I, I do think some people will not watch. I there's going to be a few that that feel that way. That it's just the way it is. Absolutely, absolutely. I I know. I won't. I won't stop watching. Uh, I adore wrestling, but the thing is, uh, okay, so Ric Flair signed with AEW. Uh, I do not understand, Rob. I really do not understand. Um, Like, we already knew that we were going to get, you know, Ric Flair up until March next year because they said so. You know, they hinted towards that, that he was gonna be with Sting with him up until the end of his uh, last match at uh, AEW uh, Revolution 2024. We already knew that, but now they signed him with you know with a deal. Um, yeah. I understand both sides. You know, there are a lot of. You know, it's a part of uh, whataboutism, okay? Because um, people who want more women's matches on the card are like, okay, so I wanted more women on my on my screen during uh, AEW programming. And instead of them doing this, they're going to put Ric Flair on our screen. Um, so that's... I understand that, uh, that side. It's definitely a problem. Um... I definitely bitched and moaned about this when it was about Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I, I I have not forgotten about this. Um, but I kind of feel like we all see what's going to happen. Ric Flair is going to turn on Sting because Sting is a dumb baby face. And he somehow forgot all the 75,000 times that Ric Flair turned on, turn on the guy. Um I I really I really do not understand uh, this. Uh, for me, by far, this is the biggest um, issue that I'm not uh, on board with when it comes to uh, TK's decisions. Um, I don't know if they if Ric Flair being on our television is going to make people tune into AEW more. I kind of feel like it's going to, you know. Yeah. That's I, don't, the thing, I like... don't usually, I don't usually pay attention to online uh, rage yeah. and uh, like outrage about, you know, certain situations, but um, I decided to see if there's, one person excited about Ric Flair being on AEW. And I found zero people. I know that yeah. there are people that are excited because I can hear all the woos in the crowd. Yeah. When I was at Wembley, everyone was wooing. <laughs> and I'm like, people 
People yeah. like Ric Flair. Like I think they like wooing more, but yeah, I know what you mean. But I mean, that's the thing. Like the the thing is, is Ric Flair is not gonna. He's not gonna affect women having matches. That's not gonna happen, in my opinion. They're they're still gonna get the one match that Tony Khan's been doing. Like, unfortunately, I don't see that changing. I don't see. The, the problem is it's not the the biggest problem is it's not going to have a, an effect on the the people that are in AEW per se i mean it, it technically could taking I guess. up screen time that's you know that's the, like he how old is rick flair i keep forgetting 70 well He's 74, but he thought he was 76 okay, so, in the interview. But uh, Yeah, sure. Like a 75-year-old uh, uh, former wrestler who, I quote, looks like a melted candle. <laughs> He's going to take up screen time more than young people who should be on our television. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I mean, she I, said I, that she wants to wrestle MJF. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what? Well, this is the thing. Like... Ric Flair, I, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like what he's done. Shocker. Obviously, I don't understand it, and I'll get to the Tony Khan comment in a minute. But I don't. I look at it. You're right. Will it take? Will Will there be an episode where he has more screen time than most of us think he should? Yeah, there there will be that episode. Do I think it'll have an effect on long term on women's matches? I I do not. I, I, I that's just me. That's just my opinion. I, I will it have an effect on other matches? Absolutely, but it'll have matches all together. I mean, that's how I should phrase it. Um, the biggest thing about this is it's the hypocritical aspect of everything you know this was something that se scoops posted um it was from an interview from tony khan and he basically said here that great promotion he was talking about mid-south wrestling at this time great promotion taking the stars seriously the fans seriously and treating the product as a legitimate legitimate sports property and treating wins and losses as everything Winning should make your day, make your week, make your year. Losing should break your heart. It's not important. What are we doing this even for? So this is something he said regarding like wins and losses and stuff like that. But I tie this back to things that he said regarding. Like, and I get people change, but I, I look at it from the perspective of even what he said two weeks ago, bringing up Vince McMahon. Like the, the, the sex that is act. the biggest issue that is the biggest like, issue for me it's it it i don't i don't get it i mean it makes that's very very hypocritical they didn't sign him originally because of it was around the time of the uh dark side of the ring episode they they basically pulled out of that from Everything that I've read. Well, obviously, time heals all wounds, I guess. I guess. And that's no. the thing, like... 
I, Maria says, where was this negative energy when when The Undertaker appeared on NXT? I wasn't excited for Undertaker. I don't get excited when I see The Undertaker. I don't have... I, I don't... Yeah, uh, but he's the thing not... is that, 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 that Undertaker appeared only once, and that was it, but like he, he's not going to be there all the time. Uh, and like I... Of course, I didn't like. There's there's a difference here. Uh, I I hope that you see it. Uh, also, the Undertaker is not a sex offender. The other thing too is there, there's things that the Undertaker has said and done that I don't agree with. Like, oh, I don't, of course, of course. Like, when men were men. Yeah, like in that. I mean, there's there's, I mean, there, there's all kinds of things. You know, like it's. I just don't like the hypocritical aspect. And this isn't an AEW WWE thing. This could be the same if 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 it was impact. You know, it would it wouldn't matter to me. It's the hypocritical thing. That's what bothered me. Because we already know like to, if the tables were turned, WWE would do this too. It, we expect it from WWE. I think the problem is is we're so surprised to see Tony Khan do this. But Tony Khan, it's his business. He's gonna do what he thinks right. We might not agree with it at all but and i see why so many people are hurt by it because they weren't expecting it either because he basically made it sound like he wasn't going to do stuff like this that's where i think a yeah. lot of people are having problems with it but i, I get where maria says uh, i saw in the chat earlier she said she's okay with rick floyd being on her tv that's perfectly fine she's that's okay with fine it. i i hope you enjoy it like like we were like we're not the type of people who will tell you what you should be and should not be excited about i hope like i i hope you enjoy this like more power to you this is this is amazing for i love that for you uh this is just our opinion and yeah absolutely absolutely like uh it should not have you know any effect of your uh, viewing uh, experience, like wh whatsoever. Uh, but it's like uh, I saw some comments online that people said that when AEW started, it looked like uh, God. What did they call it? Um, I just had it in my mind. It was a can you, like in uh, um. They can, can you just talk until until yeah. I remember? <laughs> I can do that. But, well, I mean, they, a lot of people said it was a wrestling organization for the fans. It was, I mean, that's the way it was basically set up for, by a fan, for the fans, is how a lot of people looked at it. And, I mean, I see what Maria says here. Who cares about what people on social media are being upset? Everybody knows social media doesn't speak for everybody. Which is true. I get that. Social but... media isn't a real place. I, I I absolutely agree with you here, Maria. You're the, absolutely right. But the thing is, the problem here is we are a... Alternative! Alternative. Oh, fuck. Yes. Yeah, it's an alternative. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah. we're a talk We're a talk show, so we we talk about what people are talking about. So, um, but I, I get your point, and I understand what you're saying there. Absolutely. The, yeah, what I meant to say, the people, when AEW started, they saw it as an alternative to what they were, you know, getting uh, mainstream-wise. Um, it's not Now it's turning into a business. And I know that this is, you know, the natural way of, you know, uh, of growth. I understand this. 
absolutely understand this, but it is absolutely not for me at all. This is not for me. I was excited about, you know, seeing new talent, new wrestlers being on the show. Uh, you building towards the next generation of uh, wrestlers. I was so excited about that. Um, I'm just going to wait and see, okay? But, like, this is... I, I'm not excited at all. But this yeah. doesn't mean whatsoever that I'm going to stop watching, like, at all. Yeah. So, this is the thing. I mean, they're not allegations anymore. Like, I mean, he's admitted to things, like... So oh, that's... yeah. Like, he like he, he <laughs> laughed about it when he talked about, you know, story time on, on yeah. the network. He's, he's talked about it, so it's not allegations. He's talked about it. Like, he... Like, he he said it as a fun story that happened. So, I mean, I I already told that no matter what we say, you're gonna, it's it's okay, it's perfectly fine. And uh, do I appreciate the what Ric Flair's done in the ring? Absolutely. It is. I mean, I I'll say this: if if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, do I know if I'd watch wrestling back when I was a kid? I don't think I I don't know. I don't know the answer. Do I give a damn if I ever see Hulk Hogan again? Nope. It's the way it is. Yes. People change. I change. Oh, everyone changes. Like, do I, I like? I do I appreciate what he did in the ring? Absolutely. But things change. Well, that, well, well, that's the thing. I was, uh, I was personally never uh, a fan of Ric Flair or Hogan. Like, I know people adore both of them, and they've done wonders for uh for wrestling a lot i will like i will never speak ill of uh rick flair's in-ring ability the guy had awesome matches in wwf and wcw before that uh i will i i'm taking nothing away from rick flair in the ring outside of the ring no that's, I mean, they did. They both. They, they both did a lot for wrestling and the and and wrestling as a as a business. But I was never that that person. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from the the Flair and Tony Khan talk. Um, the grimness of the show. Well, okay. I do want to add one more thing here about this. Do you think? Do you think AEW needs to kind of call, like kind of cool it down with the? announcement talks oh yeah absolutely like, please <laughs> yeah like i mean that it's i i don't know i i'm kind of curious to see what i would like to know what some of the wrestlers think about, about i mean they might not care you know that's the thing like hey it's the boss he does what he wants i get that that's fine and absolutely like tony Khan's gonna do what he thinks is best for his company perfectly fine just because he does doesn't mean we have to agree with it okay that's cool. I'm just looking at it from a perspective of what we would do or what I would do. That's what the point of this show is, just to have some fun. I just think they could do better by kind of tempering expectations. Because it's like you said earlier, and like we said, one day they're going to say some of the major announcement and somebody's going to be like, ah, mm. no thanks. The, the, the thing is, the thing I want to see more uh and you know, kind of continue with in, in AEW is to just build towards your future, like your future stars. I love what they've been doing with MJF. Uh, 
just you know build the future of your company that's that, that's all i'm asking that's yeah. it so our next topic is um john cena in an interview said when i when i expressed to the wwe that this is it i have faith they will do what's best for business now my question to you is maggie do we think WWE will do what is best for business? <laughs> well, what is best for business isn't necessarily what's best for John Cena. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like money talks, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Cena's going to be one of those. Guys I don't know, that... but I don't know if this will be something that will tempt John Cena. Yeah. Well, I, I see John Cena being one of those guys that we'll see on like make an appearance on raw once in a while like once he's appearances, done not, yes matches i don't know yeah no no he's once he he's one of those guys i completely see saying when he's done he's done like i i just that's just how i feel i mean hell i thought the same with Shawn michaels so i could be wrong you know like i never thought Shawn michaels would come back and he did so uh but that was that was my main question like with that i mean it's not really much of a talker because John Cena hasn't made an announcement that he's done yet. And we know time's coming. We we know that. It, it's Maybe they there. can get a big announcement on Raw. <laughs> uh, John Cena has an announcement for you guys. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. But we move on. We'll start yes, with... This, uh, starting with uh, a bit of uh, talking about matches, uh, Kenny Omega versus MJF from this past uh, episode of Collision. Uh, talking about building towards your next generation of wrestlers. Uh, Kenny Omega's been doing this a lot. He's been putting over young talent and talent that will be absolutely the future of the company. Uh, after MJF beat Kenny Omega... It was it was clean like uh, Don Callis did you know provide a, a a distraction but this wasn't the distraction that uh, turned into you know uh, the pitting of uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, no, MJF uh, just puts on bangers after bang bangers all the time now that he's uh, you know a babyface. Um, there. Um, their talk after the show was absolutely one of the best things ever. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm almost completely certain that MJF has signed a, a new contract with the company because Kenny Omega putting MJF over so much in the match and after the match on the microphone. Um, incredibly awesome. Those two have immense chemistry with each other. I hope that we do get to see that once again. Um, I understand. I, I kind of understand, you know, people being upset that this match had a three-day build. Uh, I understand that. I completely do. Uh, but they're gonna do whatever they can to boost those ratings. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it did make sense uh, in terms of Kenny Omega defending his streak. Uh, again, I see MJF, both. Yeah. Uh, yeah, against MJF. Uh, so again, I see both sides. Of course, I would have preferred if this had a proper build because, you know, the build in BTE doesn't, you know, that does not count as a build, um, even if I do watch every week. Uh, so, but the match itself, oh my God. Uh, 
So good. Uh, the one thing that I've been uh, enjoying incredibly from MJF's babyface run is the fact that he's actually wrestling all the time now. Uh-huh. And that's it. Uh, and a match against Kenny Omega, if you don't have a brilliant match against Kenny Omega, the problem is with you. This is the same thing we say about AJ Styles. This is, you know, the weekly I miss AJ Styles talk. Hopefully we'll see him back next week. That's, hopefully hopefully but we did get the alpha academy versus the creed brothers on raw this week i was so excited about that because i have been on the creed brothers bandwagon ever since they debuted on nxt as a part of the diamond mine i Adam. did no sorry uh I'm sorry it. no <laughs> adam <laughs> so um the thing i adored most here was Ivy Nile being so incredibly happy outside because I adore Ivy Nile so much. They, I hate the fact that she still hasn't been anywhere near a title in NXT. Um, she, that, that, that's a robbery right here. Robert. Robert. Oh, I'm in trouble when Uh, you say Robert. So yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're not in trouble. I'm just pissed off. Ivy Nile is so incredible. Like she's she's awesome. She's awesome. That like the one time they get it right. She is a pit bull. She is a pit bull. And why have like, they've been putting her on screen on level up a lot, but like that doesn't count for me. (laughs) It really doesn't count for me. It's like putting over people on dark and dark elevation. That doesn't count. Wow, look at you call look at you call Ryan out on that one. Wow. Yeah, but like there is no dark and dark elevation. Ryan, I love you, sweetie, but you don't you have nothing to watch now. Suck (laughs) it. So like that's (laughs) so this was an amazing, amazing match to watch. Uh Julius Creed I'm going to have to see a match between him and Brock Lesnar. Book it right now. I don't care when. I hope that he gets to be a part of the Royal Rumble and Brock Lesnar's in there and they had a stare off and the crowd goes wild kind of and like I a... shit my pants. Oh, well, okay. But you could maybe try to avoid that. But if that's what oh, you're going to do, that... I don't okay, mind. Well, that's fine. Julius Creed I... and Brock Lesnar, I would never mind that. <laughs> okay. Well, I, yeah, that would that would kind of give us that. Uh, Keith Lee, Brock Lesnar feel from Brock Royal Lesner, Rumble a few yeah. years ago. So Absolutely. that would be good. For, ooh, that'd be sweet. But yeah, that it was good. And like the, I didn't say anything, but the Omega MJF match was fantastic. I loved every minute of that. But the this match was good. It, it, I I was happy to see my guys, Alpha Academy and the Kree brothers go. That was good. Seeing that was the most brilliant way, by the way. To introduce the Creed Brothers to the main roster by them having a match against Alpha Academy. I would have thought of no better way, like whatsoever. Like all the bonus points for uh, to WWE for doing that. That was so incredibly awesome. I love that. Ryan, so Ryan's watching. He says he's heartbroken. Hey, we still love you no matter what happens. I still love you. I still, yeah. still haven't got my Christmas package and I have no idea what you sent me, but like that's. We still love you. It's just, I know, we do. So we adore the, you, um, Ryan. Yeah, that was great. And then uh, you go to, we had DIY return. We got to see them have their first match against Imperium in years. What was it? Three years? Two years? Um, they had all the slappers against Imperium. Uh, 
this was uh, in nowhere, anywhere near their matches at NXT, but it was still a pretty good match. Uh, I adore Tommaso Ciampa. I just want to erase all the memory I have with him and Miz. See, I don't remember awesome matches happening like at all, but I do remember Tommaso Ciampa and Miz. Word has it that Miz will turn babyface soon. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. That's the word, and him being a part of you know uh, backing up DIY. Well, the, and I, from what I'm gathering, this is just my hunch on Miz being a face. It's I think USA wants him to be a face because they want to see how like the show his reality show does with him being a face. <laughs> You're. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I think that's why they're doing it. That's my theory. Yeah, like I will not mind like whatsoever, but like they will have a match uh, between Miz and Gunther at one point. Uh, oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And the Miz will will get his Die. caved in, but the good thing is he gets to go home to Maurice, and yeah, in the end he wins. So yeah, yeah. I thought we were you were gonna go in a totally different direction. I'm proud of you for not doing that. I've so, thought about it. But... Uh, I just move on. Uh, so we did have Natalia versus Chelsea Green. That was so great. And you know how much I love Bret Hart, so I, I that was I, I looked at things Green, a little bit different for a few minutes, she but pulled this off immensely. She was so great. I Jesus. Natalia's been doing a pretty good job putting over uh the next generation of women's wrestlers. And I know that they appreciate this so much. A lot. A lot. Natalia is going to have a job with WWE for life. She is going to be forever, forever. She is going to be the next, in my opinion, she's going to be the head trainer of uh, at WWE for. I hope she is for uh, the women. For in my opinion, future. I, I I hope that she is because she is one of the best in ring generals uh, that that women's division has. And I also will forever have a soft spot for her because we share a birthday. So there. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. I, I adore Natalia and um, Piper with her with her anvil look was just fantastic. And Absolutely I fantastic. Love that. I, mean, the, I, I can't believe she was able off. to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. They both pulled pulled the costumes off immensely. I, I'm surprised that Nat- Natalia was able to like keep it together because I'm I know she had to love it, you know. I know, I know. <laughs> and hey, Natalia looked in the bunny outfit. I Rob know. To, okay. Rob Wilkins approved. Okay. So, um, yeah. So that don't was get that. your pennies in a bunch. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. Not never mind. Um. We did Rollins also ver- get a Rollins versus JD McDonough, and this is this is again me telling you that Jordan Devlin is an amazing in ring competitor. All other things aside, yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Uh, NXT, both episodes of Halloween Havoc have slapped so hard, so hard, Rob. 
I like I've been in this and this is a shout out to our friend throwback. I've been enjoying NXT immensely lately and I've loved this so much because that old NXT, we all know that we will never get this back. But that new version of like NXT doesn't have to be black and gold NXT. Okay, we're not like shows must evolve with the new wrestlers that they have. Because that old generation of wrestlers, that's not the new generation of wrestlers. We have Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes, which was so fucking good. Oh my god, this was so, so amazingly awesome. We had the women's breakout uh, tournament final, uh, Kalani Jordan versus Lola Vice. I got surprised here because I thought that they were going to give Kalani the win here because she's already my favorite women's wrestler of the new generation that they have at NXT. She's so incredibly fluent with absolutely everything. Yeah, she's great. Lola Lola Vice winning, I suppose that this is the best that they could have done because... Look, I'll tell you what happened here. Seahawk called in a favor. Cameron Hawkins. Yeah, I'm absolutely sure. Yeah, like... (laughs) That's that's exactly what happened. I can tell you right now. Exactly what happened. Uh, uh, Kalani uh, not winning will not, you know, getting a, get in the way of her getting over. Uh, like yeah. they're giving uh, Lola Vice the opportunity to shine is the best way to have your cake and eat it too. And that is the perfect m- m- way of me saying it because I want this cake. <laughs> All righty. Well, yeah, um, I know. Yeah, okie dokie, hard to jokey. Uh, yeah. the Creed brothers versus Angel and Humberto. My god, um, when Angel Garza and Humberto, I hope that people understand just how gifted they, that they are. Like, people forgot that first episode of NXT when they were going head to head with Dynamite, that first episode. Do you remember what the opening match was? No. It was uh, Angel Garza versus... Uh, uh, Bronson Reed? No. No. Um, Sounds like you don't know either. Leo Rush. Oh, okay. For the WWE Cruiserweights Championship. That's hot. That was one of the best matches on NXT television I have ever seen. Oh my god, like if you please if you if someone for whatever reason has forgotten about this match, please go out of your way and go back and watch the match. Such a brilliant match. So people keep forgetting just how good Angel Garza is, and I hate that. Oh, he's him and Humberto are so good. Like people just such don't an amazing it. tag team. I hope that they're future tag team champions. Yeah. I don't care. Okay, like put 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 some gold on these people. That is so incredibly good. Absolutely loved it. And uh, Julius with his back hitting that ladder. Holy crap! Ugh, like scraped his back. Ugh. I might when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, that sucks ass." Yeah, uh, the, concerning. Uh, I'm a bit concerned about their finisher. Like uh, the way things are going. Like. Uh, Someone will get hurt doing that finisher because that cannonball, he's landing right on top of someone, uh, of either Julius or the opponent. Okay. 
like he already hurt his uh, you know his leg while doing the cannonball because yeah. like that, that that's a that, that's a yep that's a tough one going back to dynamite Cassid, uh orange cassidy and claudio castanoli claudio castanoli is a freaking machine okay like that is an animal of a human being that you had like that i think he was uh during from um from the main event with uh, uh orange cassidy and uh okada versus uh brian and, and castanoli yeah. that fluid transition with the swing oh gee like how is this not the best wrestler ever yeah. oh he's good damn good amazing <sighs> i mean that's really all you can say like him tapping out chris jericho with the swing was i i i could not believe that the entire internet was pissed off about this yeah who, who knows i'm not surprised but i'm still like how, how can you um yeah. wordlow choked out <laughs> uh and you know what you might not believe this but i was actually able to obtain footage of your reaction. There you Tell go. Me, like zero lies detected. Yeah, zero lies detected. Zero lies detected. Where's the lie, Rob? There is. <laughs> if anybody zero that lies like here. listens to the podcast are going to be like, ah, we didn't hear anything. That's because you're going to have to watch a YouTube video to see what that. Yeah, was then there was a hose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, like the moment I saw Wardlow choking MJF, and I'm like, okay, someone's gonna have something to say about this on Twitter. <laughs> then I watched the show, and then I went on Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, I'm so proud of my friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm so proud. Of I got on there and friends. I photoshopped your face on there. I'm like, yep, she'll be okay with this one. Yeah, I'm absolutely okay with this. And the thing is, because last week on our show, I was like. Warlow, sweetie, like he's on the show. Just go out and beat his ass, and then he did. Which yeah, he watches means that show. Warlow watches coexisting with yeah. Rob and Maggie. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, I'm, his brother does too. Yeah, Roblo. Like yeah. he's probably the one who made him watch yeah. the show, and now he never misses a, a, an episode of our show. Good friend I'm of the so, show. Yeah, good friend of the show. Hi, Warlow, sweetie. I'm so. Uh, I hope that you. We hope you're doing well. <laughs> we hope you are doing well. I will not say this on live air. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, whatsoever. Uh, Edge was on the show. He cut a promo. Mm -hmm. uh, I will not face you, uh, yeah. the Christian. Oh, psych, now I will. Because, like, do you know what this reminds me of? This reminded me of uh, John Cena saying no to Bray Wyatt when Bray wanted a, a match against him. And then 20 seconds later, yeah, okay, we're having a match. I'm like, in. Have, yeah. some, have some spine. Yeah. You, like, Jesus. You know, the one thing I did not like about this, and people that know the gimmick know it's okay. They know it's a gimmick. I did not like, I, I did not like Adam Copeland putting over Tony Schiavone. 
I know. I understand you're you, like you. You're you pissed like off at, uh, I... at at Tony Schiavone. I understand that. But you have Mm-mm. just know this. Just have has to make you love Wardlow even more because Wardlow shoved the guy. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a big fan of that. That was like the best thing. Even I was like, even I was excited like for a minute. I'm like, hey, I, I don't go that way, but I might consider it if you do that again. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know. People know people know it's a gimmick, but uh, some of them, some of them are, have no idea what's going on here. But that's usually our show. So, yeah, it was. I liked it. I knew you would like it. Obvi- well, obviously, if Wardlow just shows up on your screen, you're going to be a happy. I, they didn't even show his face. He, they show his muscle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had his Cheetah. back uh. and his shoulders and. <laughs> You know, Wardlow, because you watch the show, I give excellent massages, by the way. <laughs> dokie. I mean, uh, please. Um. Anyways, Kurashita. Uh, you, like, you, 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 you succeed in zero stuff that you don't, you know. Yeah. You, you, so. <laughs> you, miss, you miss all the shots you don't take. Yeah, so, like, that's me taking a shot. There you go. Yeah, live it up. Yeah, so Sheena versus uh, Willow Nightingale. Uh, the shenanigans, okay? Like, because the sh- the, like the match didn't matter. What mattered was the post-match yeah. stuff. Julia Hart. Julia Hart got misted in her neck. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen videos that end that way. But anyway. That... What, too soon? Um... So that was nowhere near her face. <laughs> well... <laughs> No, I've never mind. You know. Okay, like let's. This is a rated R show, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> have you noticed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't gotten a message in a long time from somebody saying my I had my kid listening to the show. Like, I'm like, well, well, they knew better. Yeah, they that's, do now. That's why. That's why we <laughs> we don't have the views that we used. To. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, so the post-match. So uh, Sky Blue is in dark side because she, you know, she tried to miss Julia Hart, okay? Like, she tried with the blue mist. I'm I'm, I'm so glad. It was blue mist. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to see where this goes because she, she still has the dark, you know, eyes and everything. But Willow used to have one dark eye and now she doesn't at all. Yeah. So... So that's so that's interesting. Yeah, and no, we, I, I we liked did... it. I thought that was good. I was surprised. Yeah, and Sheeta uh, gives zero fucks about Tony Storm. Like <laughs> she attacked her ass. <laughs> I enjoy yep. this. I enjoy good. this. It was good. It was. But we, we did have. Yeah, we huh? did have the main event. It was the eight-man tag team beca- uh, between Bullet Club Gold and MJF with the acclaim. My th- okay, so this I know some people weren't happy with this, and again, it's one of those things they didn't like it being the acclaim. They were hoping that it was like they were wanting a different surprise. I think it was obviously from the get-go it was going to be the acclaimed. I mean, I could see it was maybe also like... always going to be the acclaimed. What yeah. were the, what was the surprise that everyone was hoping for? I think just because they they advertised it as a surprise like i don't i don't understand it but it, again it is yeah 
it was cool. al- always going to be the acclaimed. Um, but the biggest shocker was MJF taking getting pinned was what shocked me the most. Yeah, this is uh, this was absolutely shocking to me. Uh, absolutely shocking. Uh, this was weird because like Jay White still has the belt. So there was no way Kenny Omega was gonna win that match on uh, on Collision because where are yeah. you gonna get gifted? Like you don't. Yeah. And also, why does Tony Khan uh, have so many announcements on the show, but he doesn't give a crap that <laughs> the championship isn't with the champion? Yeah. Like, wh- why does he put his foot down in kayfabe? Please explain this to me. Like you're I, on the show. I can't. Obviously. I don't get it either. I mean, that's that, a great that, that point. Is incredibly weird. You want to and, have your title shown. I I thought I wouldn't you want your title shown on TV? That's my Yeah, opinion. you have that brilliant main event on on collision. Why not have the title there? Like I know it's a part of the storyline, but that is just incredibly, incredibly weird to me. Yep. Uh MGF getting pinned, that's a big deal. Yeah. That that is that is a big, big, big deal. Uh, I don't remember the last time MJF was pinned on dynamite, but as you all know, I'm incredibly crappy when it comes to my memory. Um, MJF doing the scissor stuff at the at the end of the match was okay. So, hey, I got pinned for the first time in a, quite a while, probably ever. I don't I don't remember. I still don't have my belt, but hey, let's scissor. <laughs> I get this. This. Do you know what vibes I got from this? Drew McIntyre saying bye bye Miss American Pie after he lost that. This is exactly what I what I remember. I didn't I, I didn't like that, but like I have faith in everything that they're doing with MJF. Uh, Adam Cole said, "Shut up, uh, Roderick Roderick Strong," on <laughs> uh, on a stream to get like that's that's fine. I also did we didn't get to talk at all about uh Matt Jackson losing his shit after they lost their trio championships uh against the embassy that is the right move because ever since they won those trio championships they haven't been on ring of honor television i haven't watched ring of honor in in a month and i still know that they haven't been on ring of honor television uh, yes uh and they were pretty pissed off that jericho was backstage with uh, omega and I can't see that point. They were like, what was the point of uh, getting the elite back if we never have our back uh, like with each other? And like, why don't they... And like, if if we do uh, get those words from, uh, from Matt Jackson uh, to heart, on the other hand, why does Matt Jackson not worry about his best friend and his house getting broken into. I don't. I'm gonna do that. Listen to your own advice, Matt. I adore you, Matt Jackson. Like I adore your tag team, and I adore tag team wrestling. But like, if you're gonna, you know, talk about never having the other person's back, why not talk about you know Hangman? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I know. And uh, Soupy brought up a good point too. The the Jeff Jarrett te- uh, tag team tease was pretty good too. Like I lost my mind. I was like, I know. please, <laughs> no, God, no, 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 yeah. no. Please, yeah. never, never. Well, before we 
do our outro, um, I want to address something. So the past week, I've know we've I don't know if you've seen it like on Twitter and X, but a lot of people, a lot of writers, a lot of social media, uh, podcasters, stuff like that, women have been treated haven't been treated really well at all disrespected not getting paid for their work not being Shocking. not being um credited for their work people putting other names under their work it's it's 2023 people need to be treated equally it's not hard it's the, not. equal it, there's no reason I don't I don't know what pay is like other places, but if somebody was getting paid to give you an example, if Maggie, if we were getting paid, if I was getting paid more to do the show than you were, I wouldn't no no way in hell would I accept that. That shouldn't be that shouldn't be the case anywhere, in my like in my opinion. It, but that's a different like story my thing is wrestling media people deserve the chance the opportunity if they if they work for it and they deserve it they should get that opportunity they shouldn't get it if they're friends with this person in my opinion i mean it, it varies you know like i i i think everybody i think we just need to be treated people better and equally and the fact that some women have to work three times harder to get to the places where, like I am, is unacceptable. Absolutely it, it just, unacceptable. It, it, it just is. And I don't like it. And I, I've seen a lot of people say that we, and this is me, because I, we need to listen to others better, in my opinion. We need to hear what they're saying. And I've been reading comments. I've been reading what people are saying. And I know I I want to be better. And I don't want to put things on the back burner. Or just like, ah, it doesn't affect me. I want to know what I can do to be better for my colleagues. Even if I don't know them, I want to know what I can do to be better. So one thing that Maggie and I spoke about is when we bring back Coexisting After Dark, we are going to... Um, focus on equality we're gonna we're gonna promote um people that should be promoted um and talked about people so, who are doing the work yeah and putting in a lot of you know blood sweat and tears into their work and just you know put them over because yeah. like they deserve to yeah so if there's somebody out there that um you know of that deserves um, some recognition and you want to see their story on coexisting after dark let us know um i prefer it to be somebody that hasn't been on the show before um because we want to try to get as many people as we can and it's i think it's the right thing to do because i said it the other day in a tweet i don't want good people leaving wrestling media i i don't want that because yeah. I want I want good people part of this business, like the wrestling media, because the better the voices are out there, the better it is for everyone out there. It might actually make people. I, I 
social media is a mess. But the oh, thing is, is, if we can make things a little bit better for some people, let's do it. That's all. I think that's all we want. We want to try to make things better. And I don't want people having to work twice as harder, three times as harder than others. I mean, I know that it comes down to like some, some places get more traffic and stuff like that. And by all means, if you are a writer, if you are a podcaster, tag me in your pod, in your tweets, I'll retweet it. I will just tag me. I'll do it. If I see it, I'll do it. I'll promote you. Even if I don't know you, as long as you're not, as long as you're a good person and a prick, not a, and a prick. No, if you're not a prick, I will, I will promote you. I will, because I want the best for this industry, this wrestling media. Um, as long as it's good stuff and not hateful or just basically, if it's not, if it's good, I'll promote it. You know what I mean? If it's Absolutely. like, if somebody's being a prick, if somebody's treating others awful, I won't do it. I want, we just need to be better. And that's basically what I'm saying. So I want to promote others. Maggie wants to promote others. So we want to do our absolute best to let people know that there's good people out there that are doing this stuff, but they people don't know about them. So I don't care if they have a website that gets three viewers a month or if they get have a YouTube channel that has five viewers a week. If you think they're good enough, send it to us. We'll consider it. And that that's the honest truth because I want good people in this industry. And right out of the gate, the two most wholesome writers that you need and should be uh, uh, reading are Molly Bell and Corey Michaels. Those are the two that you absolutely need to be following and you need to absolutely read their work because they're writing, they're both writing with their hearts. There's yeah. And there's so many people that like I could mention um, that we could both mention that, that do outstanding work and put others first, like, like Astrid, she's another great person. Um, Astrid's such an amazing human being. Yeah. There's just so many people out there and we want to, we want to promote others. So people that, and even if I, even if you've been on our show, I'm not saying if you, I don't like, if you're good, I'm going to promote your work. Like, even if I, you've been on my show, but what I'm talking about for coexisting after dark, I want it to be people that have not been on our show. Um, because we want to promote, we want to, uh, be the best that we can for others and try to make this a little bit better than we left it. And that's really the easiest thing I can say. So with that in mind, Maggie, tell everyone where they can find you. Let me plug my shit. You yeah, can you follow me on X or Twitter or whatever at Maggie underscore IK and on Instagram at Maggie.ik. Thank you, Rob. Where can everyone find you? You can find me at Rob Wilkins on Twitter or X. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram at Fightful Rob. I'm also on threads at Fightful Rob. So with that said, we hope that if you do watch Crown Jewel, we hope you enjoy it. Otherwise, we hope you have a great rest of your weekend. 
And we will see you next week, same time, 3 o'clock Eastern, Friday, for coexisting with Rob and Maggie. We hope you have a great day, great night, great weekend. Peace.